Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm Aston Simmons. I'm a wife, a mum, and a relationship coach. And I am obsessed with creating relationships that are thriving, passionate, and loving. Even if you have zero time for your partner right now, there's no outside support for your kids. I didn't have that either. You're exhausted. You feel like you're just surviving each day. I hear you, I see you, I feel you, and I get it. And I'm here to help you navigate all of this and more with practical real-life tools and advice to help you feel more loved and supported so that you can conquer your life and your relationships like a queen. Let's get started. Today we are talking about the love languages. You may have heard of these. I want to talk about how these can be a game changer in your relationship. So I'm going to include the link in the show notes. If you've never taken this test, I really encourage you to take this test, find out what your love language is, even if you've done it before. Because what I found is, and my husband found, is when we first looked at the love languages, probably five, um, seven years ago, The results that we got and the love languages that we needed were totally different to what we now are, what we now need after we have done all this work in our relationship. And we see this with all of the women and couples that we work with in our Ignite and Unite relationship program. In the beginning, a lot of women come in, and you can probably relate, a lot of women come in, they're in their masculine, they're stressed, they want support, they're frustrated. I was the same, so no judgment at all. Um... And all we want is acts of service. I just want him to do something for me. I just want him to make my life easier. Um, And that was me as well. And so many women um, that I work with, they're like, it's just acts of service. I don't want him to touch me. I just want him to do something for me. Um, And I was exactly the same. And really interesting, the more I learned about the feminine, the more I healed from a lot of my um, beliefs and stories around relationship and love, this really beautiful shift happened within me and naturally, without even trying, my first love language became um, quality time and touch. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like I no longer really desperately needed acts of service because really deep down when I did the core work on my relationship and got to the truth of what I actually needed, not the surface level thing, which was like, my brain was telling me, my ego was telling me, if my husband just did more, then I would love him more. And a lot of couples think this, they work on the surface in their relationship. And what we do in our programs is go deep. We go deep to the core issues and the truth of what is really holding you back. What is really getting in the way of this love and connection between you and your partner. Um, And it is usually something within yourself you need to heal. Not usually, 100% of the time. Um, And that was the case for me and it was the case for Adam as well. So it's so beautiful to really go through this process. Even if you have done it before, I really recommend doing it again. Um, And really inviting your partner into this process as well. Just being curious because often what I see in couples and in relationships is, and we, you know, before we learned this, did the same thing. We fell into this trap of I was showing love to Adam in the way of my love language. 
and it was not being received well by him. And he was doing the same. He was showing love to me in his love language and I was not receiving it as love because we all have a different love language. We've all learned love from the people who raised us and some of that was really unhealthy. Um, But like I said, the first time you go through this, you might notice some of those unhealthy ways initially and it will be that surface level way of meeting love. Um, And then when as you go through the process, if you come and work with us, um, you will learn more about yourself, more about what love means to you, and you'll realize that there's actually something deeper. So like I said, initially for mine, when I came in, it was acts of service. And the way I was raised, love was shown through acts of service. If you loved someone, you did something for them. Um, And you were only valuable to that person if you were doing something for them. And yeah, that can be really beautiful, but it can also be really unhealthy if you think that the only way you can get love is by doing something for someone, by pleasing someone, by meeting their needs. Um, And that really created a really unhealthy pattern in our relationship where it enabled my husband to pretty much do nothing and I was doing everything. Um, And on the inside, I was feeling really resentful towards my husband But I was the one that was creating this because I was communicating love through my old um, way of communicating love, um, which was acts of um, service. So I'm going to share with you, you know, depending on what resource you look at, there's a couple of different um, ways of looking at these different ways of relating to each other and different ways of showing love. But I'm going to work with um, the five basic ones because everyone pretty much knows those. Um, So if if you've got a pen and paper, you can write them down. If not, just pause this or you can come back to it. But if you can, definitely go and take the test. I'll put the quiz in the comments and find out what your love language is. So the first love language I'm going to talk about is acts um, is words of affirmation. So people who love words of affirmation love praise. They love to receive compliments. They, they want you to tell them what you think about them. They want to feel appreciated through words. They want encouragement. A lot of men actually need this. Like so many couples that I work with, the women are like, he, he just needs praise all the time and it's so frustrating and women don't really understand it. Um, but men really need it. They need to know that they're your hero, that you appreciate them, that they're valued, that you respect them. And they don't know that if you don't communicate it with your words. And, you know, Adam was the same. I thought I was communicating appreciation in lots of other ways, with physical touch, with gifts, um, with acts of service. He did not receive it as affirmation. He did not receive it as appreciation because to him, the the way in which he received that was through words. So I had to learn, and it's a skill, I had to learn how to get comfortable with communicating to him often and all of the time, I really appreciate that. Thank you for doing that. Um, leaving him notes or texting him a thank you, writing him cards, showing him my appreciation. Um, just genuinely and authentically saying thank you and also encouraging him and like praising him and just showing him that I'm really grateful for who he is and the man that he's becoming. This, honestly, my husband gets the, like his face lights up. His smile is huge. Like he turns into, 
it's almost like a little boy. Like it reminds me of my son and he's just like, really? Like he's just so, so happy with himself. He's so proud of himself. And that makes me really feel really happy and warm. So I receive when I communicate to him in his love language too. And this is what I want you to understand. So many couples think that the problem is that they have different love languages and they can't, and that's why they can't get on the same page. No, that's not the truth. The truth is we're doing this thing where we're operating from our mind and and our ego and we're like, oh, well, if I meet his needs, he needs to meet mine. And well, I don't, you know, I don't, words of affirmation don't do anything for me. So why should I have to do it for him? None of that is healthy. It's like our inner child having a little tantrum. And I get it because so many of our needs were not met as children, but we are now adults and we get to heal this. And how we heal it is by giving our partners what they need. And through that giving, we can receive. The way Adam looks at me when I praise him, I receive so much. He literally, when he looks at me, he's showing me all of these love languages. He wants to reach out and touch me. He wants to offer praise back. He wants to spend more time with me. He wants to do whatever he can to serve me because he knows that if he serves me, I'm going to offer more words of appreciation and affirmation and praise. And that is what he really needs to feel loved. So I really want to help you realize that this is how you can create a win-win. It doesn't have to be one-sided. The second one is physical touch. So this is about, you know, physical touch, hug, kiss, holding hands, um, affection, you know, making intimacy a priority and not shelving it, um, expressing love, like showing love physically and expressing it through your interactions with each other. So it's very non-verbal. Um, it, it's mainly relying on your body language and a lot of men need physical touch to feel connected to women. So, um, you know, for women, it's way more emotional and there can be a lot of mental. But like I said, once I went on this journey of learning more about relationships and healing a lot of my pain and trauma around love and relationships in myself, I actually loved and craved physical touch with my partner, um, with my husband, Adam. So some ways that you can do this, just smile at each other literally smile at each other. I can almost guarantee that if you're not in a great place in your relationship right now, you are looking at each other through the eyes of stress and rage and anger and frustration. And again, absolutely no judgment because I know this because I am you. I was you. I literally used to look at my husband and just my cortisol would go through the roof. Um, That doesn't happen anymore. So now when I look at him, I'm looking at him through like the eyes of love and gratitude and appreciation and respect. And I look at him like he's my hero. And just through my eyes, I can do that. Another beautiful way of doing this is um, eye gazing. If you've never done this with your partner, oh my God, eye gazing, soul gazing. It's where you, Adam and I do it on dates, but we actually just love it so much that we do it all the time, where we sit in front of each other. You can hold hands, but you don't have to. Um, And you know, we just sit and look deeply into each other's eyes. You look into the left eye of each 
um, of each other um, because that is the doorway to your soul and you look past all of the labels, all of the stories, all of the negativity. You let that all go and you look into their eyes with love, with the intention of seeing their soul, the intention of seeing their heart, feeling their heart and going into them. And no joke, I'm like, this is going to sound woo-woo, but it is so scientific. There's energy and truth behind this, you literally have this feeling of going into each other. It is the most incredible, powerful experience. My husband is not as woo-woo as me, and he literally every time cries and is like, like gets emotional, not, not like cry sad, but like brings up a powerful like emotion, and you have a breakthrough. You literally feel so connected on a soul level, and um, we both always have these massive smiles on our face, and we're like, did you feel that? Like It's literally like electric. It's incredible. Um, you have to try this. It's it's amazing. Um, hug, but don't just like quickly hug. Intentionally hug. Like we actually even in our program teach men and women how to hug because so many of us really don't hug with enough effort and intention and then it's not actually received. Um, kiss intentionally. Don't just do a quick peck. Like go for longer, like hold that kiss for as long as possible and really feel that connection. The longer you have that physical connection, it literally creates chemicals in your in your brain, in your body, and you start to feel more love and connection between each other. It's so powerful. I could go on and on. Physical touch is such a powerful portal to, to more love in your relationship um, and more connection. Um, the third one is receiving gifts. So some of us love to receive gifts. And, um, you know, when I say receiving gifts, it, again, it needs to be really thoughtful and it needs to be a gift where you have made them a priority. So don't give them what you would want. This happens sometimes. Give them what you know they would want. Um, and if you don't know, ask them, get curious. Like ask them what is a gift that you have never received that you would love to receive or think about what they love or what's important to them. And, you know, a, a beautiful client I've been working with recently received a really thoughtful gift from her husband and um, from her partner. And, you know, she felt so loved and it was because of the thought behind the gift, not the actual gift and like the cost of it or anything like that. It was the thought behind it. And that is the key, especially for men buying for women. It's the thought behind it. Um, my husband has done this so many times for me, like planned um, when when he proposed, actually, he planned a holiday, little like three-day getaway, didn't tell me about it, planned the whole thing. I was working in a job at the time. He called my boss. He he got them to clear my schedule, but they didn't clear my schedule until the actual day. So I didn't know, like he went above and beyond, woke up in the morning, didn't tell me till the morning and like was so excited. And I literally remember turning to him once I realized he'd done all of that stuff and like, you know, canceled work and moved everything around. And I literally said to him, I don't even care what this gift is or what you've got planned. You have already won. In my eyes, you are a hero. You have already won. That is the most thoughtful thing anyone has ever done for me is to literally organize everything for me so that I get to relax and enjoy something. And he literally felt like God, like a hero before he'd even given me the gift. Um, and this is how, again, he received through giving to me. So again, it's so powerful. Um, the The fourth one is quality time. So Again, I didn't think I wanted quality time with my husband in the beginning. So if you're not in a good place in your relationship, just know that 
you can this will change the more you work on your relationship the more you work on your own stuff this is guaranteed to change so um, if you are in a challenging place and you're wanting to have more quality time together but you've got kids you feel like you're busy you feel like there's no way that you can possibly have time together there is literally so many ways around it we're living proof we have two kids under five no family support Um, our kids go to daycare one day a week I now homeschool and we still have quality time with each other every single week so if you want to know more about how to do that please reach out to me because you do not have to keep suffering and hiding behind this um, lie which honestly it's a lie is that you're too busy and you know I say that with love because you are hurting yourself and your relationship and it's the one thing that you you know you didn't get in a relationship to not have time for each other you didn't get in a relationship to be too busy to show them love and attention and affection you know you literally got into a relationship to do all of this to show love to each other to to increase the fulfillment and love and enjoyment in your life not the opposite so please reach out if that is you because we can definitely help you so quality time is about just creating uninterrupted time to have one-on-one time together um it does not have to be hours it does not have to be a holiday I know so many couples that go on a holiday and it's not quality time together because they spend it on their phone they um like one of them wants to go and do things the other one wants to relax like you do not have to go on a holiday. It's a complete misconception. I actually truly believe that you need to create a life you don't need a holiday from. And then the holiday is just the bonus. And that is true with your relationship as well. You need to create a relationship you do not need to escape from. So um, how you do this is have quality time together. The whole reason you literally got into a relationship was because you had proximity. You spent so much time together and you were creative and resourceful even if you were busy you had things going on you made the time you got creative and you got resourceful because you wanted to learn more about this person you wanted to be in their bubble you wanted to really get to know them you wanted to invest time in them so that's why you had a relationship and that's why it was so magical and that's why we call it the honeymoon period but we can recreate that by bringing back the importance of making quality time a priority in your relationship. It is not a maybe. It is not a luxury. It is not a when I get time one day when the kids are grown up. It is a must now. Literally, if you do not start doing this, you will notice the cracks and the gaps starting to happen in your relationship. And that is exactly what happened to us. When we had kids, we stopped dating. Um, And for those three years... And, you know, it was, it was like, it was horrible. It was, it is, it was definitely not a relationship that I would have wanted any, any of my friends to be in or my children to see, like there was no love, there was no connection. And a lot of it came down to not making quality time a priority. So how can you do this? You can just do small things like wake up in the morning and have your coffee together before the kids wake up. If you've got kids, you can have a movie night at home. With several couples we work with that have kids, they put the kids early to bed one one night a week, normally like a Friday or a Saturday, and they order takeout, they 
put candles, they like set up the whole scene, they have an amazing beautiful dinner together uninterrupted by little people, you actually get to digest your food and think about what you're eating, it's amazing Um, and then they end up watching a movie and then they naturally end up being intimate, there naturally ends up being some physical touch and words of affirmation because they're spending time together that's uninterrupted, that's beautiful, they've set up the scene, I highly recommend with quality time engaging all the senses as well. Adam and I date every single week and we try to engage as many of the senses as we can. So touch, sight, smell, you know, like make sure that um, you're engaging all those senses because you will then create like an anchor in your body, a visceral response to dating this person and you will want to spend more time with them because it will feel good in your body. So, you know, we do a lot of coffee dates and, you know, we get a yummy like chocolate croissant, a beautiful coffee, we go for a walk on the beach and they're some of our best dates because they tick all of our boxes for meeting all our needs feeling connected with each other and and we get that sensory experience as well. Um, It literally is in the small things. Like honestly, it does not have to be big. It doesn't have to be expensive, but it must happen. And um, it must happen so much so that like literally if you need to, schedule it. We schedule it every week in our calendar. Without a doubt, every week we are dating. Um, We always allow some flexibility to go with the flow and see what we're feeling Um, But sometimes Adam will plan them ahead as well. We make it a must though. It it has to happen. Um, So make sure you do that. And um, honestly, you will thank me for it. It's a game changer. And the final one, the fifth one I want to talk about, which we started to talk about in the beginning is acts of service. So this is about doing things that make your partner feel supported. So, um, you know, if they need help around the house, you help them with that. If, If they... You know, um, what I will say with acts of service is it is really important that you are doing it from a genuine place of meeting their needs because you want to give. Not meeting, especially men, don't just meet her needs to be pleasing because people pleasing is not attractive. People pleasing does not feel like service. It doesn't feel like love. Um, And so if you're doing this, this may be why it's not being received well. It's really important that you have an intention behind that act of service. So one way Adam does this is he knows I love to have a coffee in bed or a tea in bed on the weekend and to have some time to read my book. So he will bring a coffee or tea into our bedroom in the morning because he loves to get up early um, and bring it to me. And that act of service is so just so beautiful. And, you know, he receives, I receive. It means so much to me. Um And there's other ways that I do this for him as well. So he loves potato. So I really try hard to make sure in the week that I have at least one or two dishes with potato in because like it sounds silly, it's just a food, but he absolutely loves food. And one of his love languages is acts of service in the way of food. Like um, sometimes what they say about like the... um, the gateway or the doorway to a man's heart is his belly. Um, Sometimes that's true. So that's definitely true with Adam. So that's one way that I do that for him. We both um, work together to, and and in partnership, we're a team when it comes to like cleaning the house and looking after the kids that we healed that, those gender roles and issues um, quite a few years ago in our relationship. So our acts of service don't really evolve around doing those basic jobs, which we both need to do. And this is where 
acts of service can come up as a problem for some people in their relationship because they'll want help around the home but at the same time they're like well we both live here or they'll want help with the kids but they're like okay well you're not the babysitter you're their dad you know so and so I just want to point out that it's really important with acts of service that you're focusing on the intention and again like gifts you're focusing on what your partner really needs and wants um what will light them up what will make them feel loved supported all of those things not just like what they'll be happy with that's been done around the house because it's short-lived it doesn't have the same effect as if you literally think really thoughtfully about like you know bringing them a cup of tea in bed um so I hope this has helped you and helped to kind of break down these love languages. I cannot wait to know what your love language is. Please share it with me um, in in a DM or in the comments. I'd love to know. And um, I, what I'll do is I'm going to do another um, another episode or two on this because there's actually quite a lot to unpack around love languages and. So I'm I'm going to yeah, I'm going to leave it for another episode because I don't I want you to now stop listening to this, go and find out what yours is, and I want you to just think about at the moment. I mean, have you even communicated what your love language is to your partner? Because this is a problem I see a lot in couples is that they one don't know what their love language is. They just expect their partner to know and they don't even know. Or two, they know what their love language is, but they just assume that their partner knows who they are. I really, really encourage against assuming anything in your relationship. It is a bad idea because you are pretty much always 100% wrong. So get clear on what is your love language, take the test, get clear on what it, what your love language is, and also think about whatever that love language is. You might have a one that's your main focus one and you know a second or a third, which also feels really good to you. So really get clear on what they are. And then get clear on how you like the, like what that love language looks like. You know, how would um, words of affirmation look like for you? How would physical touch look for you? How would receiving gifts look for you? What would quality time look like for you? What would acts of service look like for you? Like it's very individual. We are all so different. So get clear on what it looks like for you. And then the third step is my invitation is to sit down with your partner and have a conversation. Communicate to them that you have just been learning more about yourself and how you um, how you receive love and how you show love. And you've discovered that your love language is this and followed by this or this and then get curious and have a conversation about what that looks like for you and then invite your partner into that conversation ask them say like I've just realized that I've probably been communicating to you through my love language and that's probably why we've been struggling to you know show each other love and connection in the way that we want or we're struggling to feel supported by each other because we're not communicating in a way that each of us needs and and really let them know I'd love to be the best partner I can possibly be. I'd love to create the most beautiful relationship with you. So I'd love it if you took this quick test and you let me know what your love language is and how you want um, and what that looks like for you or how you would feel that would be um, shown to you because I want to learn more about what love means to you and how to show that to you. Honestly, this is a game changer. I cannot stress it enough. I cannot believe we're not like 
learning this stuff in in school or you know through our parents and stuff but that's this is part of my mission and that's why I teach it because there is so much around love and relationships it's so simple and so powerful and it can have a profound impact on the quality of your relationships and truly the quality of your relationships is the quality of your life so I really hope that this episode has served you if it has please I would really appreciate it share it with a a beautiful woman a mom a sister a friend um like comment leave a review all of that really helps me to get this message out and help more women and I'm really passionate about doing that Um, so thank you so much for being here and I'll see you in the next episode Thank you so much for being here. I've absolutely loved spending this time with you and I hope you got so much value from today's episode. If you have, please leave an authentic review. I would love that. It means the world to me and share it with a friend or sister who you believe could get value from this too. And I would love you to continue the journey with me. If you want more, come and join the free Facebook community. Here you'll find even more advice, tools and support to help you have that relationship you deserve as a worthy woman. I cannot wait to see you on the inside. Редактор